Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. And this is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. Um, as Ed and I go through some technical difficulties <laughs> a few moments ago, we'll see. We'll see how that last podcast episode turns out because uh, <laughs> we were we ran into issues, and hopefully we've got it all figured out. Uh, but today we're going to hit on a great topic, Ed, Excellent which topic. I find to be I find it this to be a rewarding topic to talk about. <laughs> actually. <Rewarding>. Um, <laughs> Very rewarding. Yeah, you see what I did Very there. Very purposeful. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is purposeful, and uh, and I'm glad we're able to give it back to people. That's yeah. where I was going. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Ed, we're going to get into this topic because you recently um, experienced, you and Tammy both experienced uh, something uh, that was kind of, I guess moving a little bit and kind of said, Hey, you know what? We should really focus on this because this is a big thing for influencers, especially, you know, for our show and the type of people that listen to our show. Um, and I know for instance, Michelle and I, uh, we've been involved with stuff like this for quite some time. We've done a lot of stuff on the side that we're going to get to talk about, but, um, we're going to talk about volunteering Ed. Yes. We're going to talk about volunteering, giving back. I think this is also going to be something near and dear to the, bearded ninja as well because that dude he does a lot of this as well he does he uh he uh actually i used to seek out some advice from him on some of the programs that he was running as uh as a, like a lead on volunteering yeah. uh that i was also running the same type of things and uh and i would be like hey how do you go about this he said well we do this this and this and i'm like oh that makes sense you know it's like not don't recreate the wheel just you know seek out different ways to do it you know um but we're going to get into this volunteering because you yourself and tammy uh you've obviously yours wasn't so much volunteering you're more voluntold uh but hers was big time volunteering yeah definitely uh yeah so as my first son said this isn't volunteering this is what we do is what she said (laughs) so uh yes volunteering yeah i mean there's an aspect to it, but yeah, Tammy did put in some hours and, uh, and, uh, she also, she had an appointment today. So, uh, when I first thought about this topic, she wanted to have some input. So she did give me some notes, a few things from her as well about this topic, since the experience for her is fresh, uh, and it, and it struck a chord with her. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Well, I hope I hope we get a we get a d- new daily listener uh, in Tammy now. Now she'll actually listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am um, having issues. I'm with glad to see today. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like don't stop spilling stuff on yourself. Yeah. Um, it and I hope that she takes in the whole thought about this volunteering thing as she has volunteered to be our commissioner within our football league, and then it, she realizes that uh, you know. Hey, you better get to moving on it, Kamish, because I'm not going to wait around to select. It's funny. We all, everyone auto drafted on our league. So, like, everyone just kind of got what they got. Inadvertently, you know? but so. yeah, it'll be interesting. So, it's fair across the board, right? It was inadvertent. We intended on drafting. I intended on we having some chicken wings, I did, I did and we were at a restaurant, <laughs> and their Wi Fi was sketchy. And uh, yeah, by the time we got it figured out, it was too late. The draft was over because the way it worked was everybody had auto draft was going to auto draft. So it just boom, the whole draft. We thought, Oh, well I don't pick till seven. We have some time to figure this out before my pick. <laughs> so we get logged in yeah. and it's like, welcome to the NFL draft. Your draft is completed. And I'm like, <laughs> I just got welcomed. <laughs> like, so yeah, I yeah. mean, other than yeah, Evan, yeah. I have the Dallas defense. I got to get rid of them because I don't care who it is. I will not uh, own a Dallas Cowboy player, anything on my fantasy football championship team. So, mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring up how um, it didn't take very long after our draft. Then I received a little note in my inbox offering up a particular quarterback for a trade to get I one of my tight ends. I was reaching for your heartstrings. 
No. <laughs> I thought you would volunteer. <laughs> <to give> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know so, how some people draft with their heart, and I was giving you the opportunity, even though he left. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Belichick, he left him. And uh, uh, yeah, so there was a counteroffer built. I built it and then I deleted it. Oh, because I, I was going to counteroffer. Oh, well. and, and you you wouldn't have you wouldn't have taken it. But I was like, you know what? If he's going to do this, and then I was like, yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's just going to say no. So I, yeah. I didn't. Even well, it's better. It. My sister offered me a dude after he got injured last. She offered me Saquon Barkley right after he was ruled out for the year, and then she tried to trade. <laughs> she tried to trade him to me. I'm like. <laughs> I'm in Germany. I'm not on Mars. I can see the dude's injured. Like, oh. Something about I've done that to her before. Something I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just I, I wanted to tell you, Ed, that this year though, um, I haven't done it. I didn't do it. so. This is my this is my third year with you. Yeah, this is my third year uh, as part of the league. Uh, my rookie year, I actually went to the championship against you. Uh, it was awesome. Um, How'd that turn out? Uh, well, obviously, I've never touched the trophy, so uh, there's that. <laughs> I mean, I can look on the trophy and tell you how it turned out. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, however, uh, what I wanted to bring up is that you often like to do these videos. And, and I am I was like, you know, Ed does them. I'm going to do some videos. So just look at that in the future. Uh, you know, okay. So I want to see some videos from you, buddy, because I'm going to do some too. I don't I, care who. I just found a bunch of who wigs. Is, <laughs> <laughs> I just found some wigs. I found a beard. You mean like yeah. a beard and possibly a bald cap? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Out of control. That's going to be awesome. Um, no, but do you know who my first opponent is? Uh, me. So you're Owen. It absolutely one. is. <laughs> Ah, we're gonna see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say you're gonna volunteer that loss to yeah, yourself. No, I usually do get a slow start. I've actually so the four championships I've won, I've run from the number six position. Uh, anytime I finish over six, I have not won. So, oh, Just you're so. like, let me go ahead and set this. Let me set this uh, losing streak right off the I bat. Mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So <laughs> the <laughs> listeners so are probably like, why are these. What? We're way off track. We're Is talking about fantasy, fantasy football, football or yeah. influence. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. Do it it's hands. both. It's, it's both. Like, all right. <laughs> you man, you you. It says here on your resume, you manage a football team. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much champion. Anyway, so we're gonna get into this topic today, right. and it's about volunteering. And volunteering is a big thing. I think it's a big thing, whether it's being what we talked about last episode of being a good follower, it being a good leader. It doesn't matter. It's volunteering your time. Yes. Uh, some of the things in here I really liked that uh, that you sent me this. You sent me this article, um, and it talks about like how it helps. Uh, one of them I was like, eh, sketchy about, but then I started reading. I was like, okay, I can see, I understand that now. Mm. It's not, it's not about personal gain or anything. But um, so we're oh, gonna yeah, go I into know. this. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you probably already knew right off the bat. Um, so. I wanted to start off by reading what it talks about here in the very, the very first paragraph. Ed, I, I liked it because I thought to myself, well, that makes sense. You know, we don't think about it that way um, or we do. And we allow that to be our distractor. That's our, that's our wall. That's our stopping point. Okay. It says uh, with busy lives, it can be, it can be hard to find time to volunteer. However, the benefits of volunteering can be enormous. Volunteering offers vital help to people in need worthwhile causes mm -hmm. and the community but the benefits can be even greater for you the volunteer the right match uh can help you to find friends connect with the community learn new skills and even and this is the one that i wasn't so sure about even advance your career um, <laughs> i'm gonna throw a stip I'm, I'm gonna throw a stipulation out there before we even get into the topic like if you're doing this just to advance your career then don't do it it's not worth it. All right. You're, you're just, you're just waste your most time. That's just a waste of people time because you're, you're basically what's in it for me type person. Um, but I, there's a lot about volunteering that I enjoy that I've done over yeah. the years and different projects that I've been a part of. And I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some of these as we go through, but, um, so what are you thinking, man? Yeah. I think that that's the one everybody's going to wrap their, you know, going to, going to focus on that as a negative. I would caution the listeners to like listen to the episode, right? See what we talk about 
see what we mean by advancing your career and then form your own opinion because you know i i if that's solely your purpose then all right i get it right that that's not the answer but i think that the the article makes some good points to that and uh I intend mm-hmm. on exercising one of those points after my military career. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I always. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so I just read the, that part of it. Yeah. The very next part is what I enjoyed the most. And that's what I was going to get to next is giving to others can also help protect your mental and physical health. Mm. It can reduce stress, combat depression, keep your mental, uh, ment, ment, keep you, can't read today but <laughs> coffee not strong enough coffee yet uh keep you mentally stimulated and provide a sense of purpose while it's true that m- more uh that the more you volunteer the more beneficial experience volunteering doesn't have to involve a long-term commitment or take a huge amount of time out of your busy day giving in even simple ways uh can help those in need and improve your health and happiness that is what that's one of the things i like about it you know it's like you do feel good about when you get done doing a project or helping with someone or doing things it it's it's amazing you know it's an amazing feeling that you get over you and simon sinek talks about it. it's the oxytocin or the serotonin uh that runs through your body because of that feeling that you get from it um once again you shouldn't always do it for yourself, but it's nice. It's nice to know that. Um, so you want to go over what the, the next very next part? All right. So there's four benefits, right? So we're going to jump into the uh, the first benefit. And and this is, this is easy to understand. And there's a couple of little sub points to it, but volunteering connects you to others. It's one of the most mm. well-known benefits of volunteering is the impact on the community. Volunteering allows you to connect to your community and make it a better place. So I'm going to go off script here, Brian, a little bit. I just got my great yeah. whiteboard here. I've moved my desk so I can view my whiteboard. So we're going whiteboard time. Uh, so when it <laughs> says connect to others, Brian, well, first thing, one of the things is it's a two-way street, right? So mm-hmm. when you volunteer, it gives you an opportunity. Make new friends. You can strengthen existing relationships with people, with your community, and an opportunity to practice and develop your social skills. Now, this is going to sound crazy to you, Brian. I used to be shy. I used to be a shy person. And um, for those people out there who suffer from being shy, this is a technique to try to help you get out of that kind of you know realm and, and get comfortable being out with other people and um, and, and, and this is great. You know, you and I were military. We move frequently, you way more frequently than me, but when you get somewhere, right, you get to your new duty assignment and you're like, I don't know anybody. This is a negative thing for young, younger soldiers. I find I don't know anybody. I mm-hmm. hate it here. But if you were willing to, you know, get out, do some volunteering within an organization, it's a good way for you to make these connections. Um, when I was yes. at Fort Campbell with you, I introduced you to Team RWB. I just wrote that on the board. You, I, I saw it in your eyes. Uh, but this I was writing Team R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a, a organization, and they're designed to enrich the lives of veterans to help veterans out. And the one in Clarksville, Tennessee. I mean, I'm not saying they're the best one, but man, they have a little bit of everything. And uh, one of the first things my wife and I did, we went with them and they went down to the Veterans Hospital in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, and they delivered Christmas stockings to veterans who were going to be in the hospital over the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's one of the first times I really volunteered as, a, as an adult, maybe a little smaller things, but I'm going to tell you when you walked out of there, like you knew new people, you know, and you don't. There's no name and rank, which is what we're used to. There's just, you know, there's just Brian. There's just Tom. Mm-hmm. There's just Harriet. Yes. And, and I thought that that was really beneficial for making those um, connections. And then one of the m- major things with volunteering, and and I'm putting it, it's under connection to others, but children watch everything you do. Mm-hmm. 
And yes. if you show them the example that being involved in the community, like you do your your beautiful daughter and your little gentleman, then they're going to be people who give back to their community through volunteering. I would guarantee you that Eva Grace and Ethan absolutely volunteer as adults. 100%. Oh, yeah. We'll if see. Don't, I'll make you them. and I will be sitting on the porch together drinking whiskey. And uh, <laughs> we'll know. You're from Tennessee. If, 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 no, but yeah. If so, they don't, if, if they don't volunteer, I'll just make them. <laughs> or maybe that's that's a different that's a different article, and it talks about the negativity of forcing, right? The forcing function <laughs> uh, does not fall into the volunteer requirements. But yeah, so those are the kind yes. of the ways you. It's a two way street. You're giving to your community, yeah. but you're making connections. That's giving back to you. You're a network. Yes. In, in my career field in the military, networking is so important in all of them because you never know who that person is that could have a job that you covet for your advancement in your career, or you never know mm-hmm. who has something that, you know, uh, one of the things, hey, I'm looking, we just talked about military, we move around, right? I'm looking for a place and I'm volunteering. And meanwhile, I'm volunteering with this real estate person who's like, well, I have a house that meets exactly what your family needs. Let's take a look at yes. it. it so those those connections, Brian, are, are very important. And again, it's both ways. It's not just you giving to your community, but you get something. And we're going to talk a lot more about the different things you can get in the second point of today's show. Absolutely. And I would agree with you. Like the things that you learn or, or how you connect with people. I've met some of my good friends. That's how I actually got to know them as friends and not just as uh, people I saw at church or in the mm-hmm. community or something. Um, a great buddy of mine, Chad Fussell. Uh, he's he's a police officer in Dixon, Tennessee. Great dude. Love him to death. Uh, I didn't really get to meet him that much until I started volunteering for other stuff and he was a part of that. Yeah. And then we just, we kind of connected and it was just awesome. Um, one of the things that we did uh, was Habitat for Humanity. I, I've, you've never done that I one. I haven't done that, that one. That one, that one is so much fun. I don't think they have it there in Germany, um, so you'll have to come home uh, to the United States. But <laughs> building houses, like uh, we're gonna, because we're gonna go into the second point, and I will tell you, doing that building the houses for Habitat for Humanity, uh, that is something. Oh else. yeah, that that's is definitely just the second like, point. Yeah. Bro, like it is something else, but it's like the reward you get from it and just in and knowing that you're doing something for somebody is amazing. Um, I, I've, I put a list up here. I took RWE, RWB off because I didn't really volunteer with them. I just showed up to like one ride with you. Yeah, that I one did time. a few um, um, volunteer things with them. So. Yeah, because yeah. you, you, you did the bike, the bike, the book bike thing. Oh, yeah, one I time. about that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, So soup kitchens or, or just... Uh, not soup kitchen, but um, like volunteer, like a place where to feed people. That's yeah. a great one. Uh, homeless shelters. You'd be surprised how much work goes into homeless shelter. So those two, the 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 kitchens and the shelters, that's the ones that uh, I related to the bearded ninja on a lot because uh, he did the same thing. Yeah. And then uh, another one that's near and dear to both of us. It's volunteering at a veterans home. That's a huge one. Yeah. Um. You'd be surprised at how many veterans, uh, those of you out there, how many veterans living in a veterans home and they don't have people visiting them, don't have people that just there to say hello, don't have family members that show up when it comes to like decorating and stuff like that to have like, I know RWB did this at Campbell where like, uh, I think it was a Thanksgiving and Christmas, they would decorate the, the, the facility and it's a nice facility. Like that's the nicest one I've ever seen. Um, but just the small things like that. You get to know people and you yep. make connections because you don't realize like somebody shows up to a Habitat for Humanity, right? And they're wearing uh, jeans, a t-shirt, you know, you don't know who that person is usually sometimes. And then you find out av- through conversation and you're working hard together. Oh, this is the guy that runs the bank in town, or mm-hmm. this is the guy that owns X, Y, and Z businesses. Um, and they would like you to stop by sometime for a free coffee or something like, you know what I'm saying? Like you meet you make connections yeah. and that's what's good about it. Yeah, so, no, no. I do Whoa. enjoy that. They came in fast. They came in hot there. Um, no, yeah, so uh it, it does. And and the veterans home thing, so team RWB, you know, we're talking about I talked about your kids, but so one year for Christmas, you know, we do the Thanksgiving throwdown, the siblings. And so my siblings yes. are in town 
and my really good friend Corey in Georgia, who used to be in um, in the 101 AV or 159th with me, they were there with their son. And so their family plus my family, we all went with Team RWB to the veterans home and decorated it mm-hmm. over the Thanksgiving yes. weekend together. And it, the picture still, as a matter of fact, my friend George's birthday was this past weekend. One of the pictures that popped up, you know, hey, happy birthday, sharing this memory. Somebody posted the picture we all took together in front of the Christmas tree we put up. This is also when mm-hmm. I met the uh, great Shumney's family because they were also there putting up Christmas trees. And then another thing that they were doing, and I believe they still do, Team RWB would buy coffee and donuts. And once a week, they would go to the veterans home and have coffee and donuts just sitting with the veterans. And as a history guy, that's very rewarding because they'll, they'll share their stories with you. You don't have to. Yes. And you see things. I'm going to tell you, Brian, uh, there's an old guy was there and his wife and they were in separate rooms. But every day at six o'clock, they said, you could set your watch. He would be in her room. He would put her in her wheelchair and he would roll her around the facility. And then they would come over to team with Team RWB, and they would have coffee and donuts after they did their like physical training, physical fitness regimen. So, really heartwarming mm-hmm. stories uh, behind them. And and so RWB, as I say, they were so involved in the community. But then they spread. They weren't just Clarksville. They were uh, wow. I can't think of the one in on the Kentucky side, Clarksville and Oak Grove, and they yes. were into nashville for a bit and there was a rwb in nashville and they were doing events together and they were doing with team rubicon uh they did an event so now you're two organizations coming together and you're getting those connections volunteering with mm-hmm. another organization so yeah mm-hmm. really good connect you with others helps you you help them two-way street that's the that's the key takeaway here Yes, exactly. And I'm, I'm like, as you're talking, like things are coming to my brain. Yeah. Um, I'm writing it. And that's why I like have my whiteboard right beside me because I can write and I can look at it. Um, I'm just thinking <laughs> of other things that people can do uh, for volunteer wise. So like, and, and, and I'll announce it throughout. Um, but one of the ones that you mentioned about, like you said, uh, Ethan and Eva, Eva has been wanting to do it, but she's not old enough to. You have to be a certain age. It's uh, like an animal shelter to volunteer at an animal shelter, do stuff. That's a big one. Um, yeah. you, you're a dog person. We're dog people. Um, <laughs> I guess cats are there too, but I'm not a big cat person. Stop However, it. they say, they say, they say petting dogs is it's good for the mind, body, and soul, which is kind of going to go into the point two of volunteering. All right, so, let's, go to, let's go to uh, point two. But I'm going to come back to the I, petting dogs. Yeah. All right. So volunteering is good for your mind and body. I'm going to hit the the key points and then we'll jump and we'll dive into it. So it says volunteering helps uh, counteract the effects of stress, Mm -hmm. anger, and anxiety. Definitely. I know that for a fact. Uh, Volunteering combats depression. I know that for a fact. Also, I've had that. Uh, Volunteering makes you happy. Yes, it does. Uh, Volunteering increases self-confidence. Absolutely. Volunteering provides a sense of purpose. Yes. And then volunteering helps you stay physically healthy. Mm -hmm. So all of those, this is looking at the mind and body soul essence of volunteering and what it does for you. Um, I wanted to jump into that stress, anger, and anxiety thing. And then I want to say, but I'm going to add it into combat depression and makes you happy. I would tell you that I have showed up before just for, I'm just going to go right back to the habitat humanity showed up to the Habitat Humanity Project and was just not kind of with it for the day. You know what I mean? Like I woke up, maybe had a little stressful week. So I used to do these on Saturdays. Um, Saturday was often the day we would we would do our habit, Habitat Humanity build. So I would, let's say I would come out of the academy and the academy, you know, just as well, it could be a stressful week. I mean, yes. you could be doing um, 4.30 in the mornings till 1800 at night and that's a full day five days for the week and you're just like yeah drug out but you show up to a build at six in the morning and you're like when you show up at first you're kind of trying to roll into it but then after a while you start doing the things and you're you're you know hammering nails and and screwing in with electric screwdrivers or cutting you know pieces of wood and you just you feel good about it because one you know you're you're doing this it doesn't, it, it's not for you. It's for somebody else. And it feels so well. And so that stress, that stress that you felt from that work week, it just kind of 
dissipates. Yeah. And that's what I enjoyed about it. That's what helped me, you know, combat combat. Sometimes, you know, Ed, I mean, I, I, I would tell you, sometimes I would come out of the work weeks, even, you know, when we worked together where, um, I had a little depression, you know, that fell, I fall into, you know, I fall into these old bat, bats of depression. I think everybody does. I think it's natural. Mm. Um, but then I got to be involved in something and then I just, it was just like, boom, I felt great. I was happy. Uh, I, I just, it helped me. Uh, you wanted to go on about petting dogs? Uh, not quite. Or something yeah, else. But so okay. one thing about this, what, you, what you're saying, Brian, and, and the impact, you know, um, and how it makes you kind of alter your mood. I'm going to tell you that one of the things that my wife gave me is um, she was she works at the hospital here, you know, and she saw, you know, the Marines. They were there recently mm-hmm. after the bombings. Yes. And they were there and she saw some emotion from them that she had never seen. And it was the next day that she went out and worked with the red cross. And so now for her, if she said it was really different because she saw the impact of the events, the Marines, right. And the emotion, but then she saw the people, the Marines were helping um, out at the operation allied refuge site. Because she was working mm-hmm. with the Red Cross, giving them blankets, giving them diapers, giving them hygiene mm-hmm. items. So she she got to see, like, this is the tragic side, but this is why they mm-hmm. did what they did. And she said her emotional state, she was very upset after the Marines. She was very emotional, very, because she hadn't handled something. You know, you and I, we've, we've seen kind of that stuff, and it still bothers you emotionally. At least it bothers me. She hadn't been exposed to that. So she she had right. that 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 us up she was very upset very you know emotional and then on the other side she's like now I get why they do what they do she my mm-hmm. wife white she worked two shifts <laughs> the day she volunteered instead of just doing one she stayed for the second shift she only worked part of it she worked a portion of it she didn't work the whole thing but uh, she also has a construct she also has a reconstructed knee and she was on her feet all day and she didn't care. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she got to see, and she said it was very much rewarding to see the good that you were doing for somebody else and, and getting outside yourself. So I think that really plays into what you were saying about the, the anxiety. So she had those bad emotions. She mm-hmm. saw these guys, they were upset. And then she sees the flip side and she's like, so that's why they do what they do. You know, mm-hmm. all these people. So it was good um, for her. I, I thought so. Anyway, it, it was. It was good for her, Brian, uh, to get out yeah. there and work with the Red Cross. And it was very impromptu. Very much called my first sergeant and said, hey, I'm going to build tents. My wife is looking to help. She said, bring her to me. I took her over there. She literally did not see the first sergeant all day other than the first sergeant going, these are the ladies from the Red Cross. She's the lead. I'll see you later. <laughs> and then first sergeant was you know, <laughs> all over the place. And yeah. the wife was there. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. And that's, and that's what, you know, that's, what's key about it. It's like, you realize you're doing something for somebody, but you're also helping yourself. You know, you are doing something that helps yourself. It's not for a selfish purpose. Um, that's the benefits of it. Right. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So if you think about it, um, where is it at? I don't Oh, There it is. (laughs) Uh, great book, uh, that we often can, we often, uh, we talk about a lot is this start with why, um, it's kind of shiny. Uh, so what he gets into it about is like a lot of times we do things. Can you explain why you do what you do? And if you're saying, well, it's for this or for that, uh, you want to make sure, you know, because is it, is it for money? Well, money's the after product. That's not really not why. Um, is it for to feel good about yourself? Yeah. Well, no, that's the after product. Why are you actually doing it? Because I want to help someone. Oh, there you go. That's why. You know, so start with why. I would I would recommend people to check yeah. that out also. Yeah, and, um, and so she went out so, there. She went out there because she wanted to help. She wanted to do something. She knew it was a lot of work. Yes. She knew that the soldiers are putting in long hours. The Red Cross is putting in long hours. But the the benefit, like the benefit to her, we talked about being a two way street. Like I said, emotionally, I'm telling you, she was she was not good. She wasn't depressed, right? But she was not handling it well. It was really weighing on her seeing mm-hmm. a marine be that vulnerable, and and then yeah. that helped her to cope with that. And I think it was perfect timing that she went out there, like literally the next day, 
she went out there and she got to really experience it. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I would think that that kind of helped, uh, in those areas that you, that we talk about right there, the stress, anxiety, yeah. anger, anxiety, depression, making you happy. But then what if we think about it this way? Also increasing self-confidence, you know, the, the self-confidence we feel about a situation or yes. what we put ourselves in. Um, and it could be, it could be anything from what we talked about earlier. Like I talked about habitat and humanity serving in a, a food mm-hmm. kitchen where you feed people, uh, the red cross, um, the veterans home. I think that helps out like with that opening up to people and allowing people, you know, that, that teaches you, you know, as a leader to be a good listener, you know, listening to the stories yeah. and, and not being rude about it. Um, you know, it's one of the things that, uh, people don't realize. And I know Michelle does this. Um, actually they're about to start it here. It's, and I can hear uh, Pat in the background. She's letting it rip. Yeah, she's letting <laughs> it go. <laughs> um, it's, it's, a, it's PTAs. Um, a lot of people, I don't think people realize PTA is a volunteer thing, yeah. uh, a parent teacher association. Um, and Michelle, she did it at Campbell big time at, at Carson because of COVID. They didn't have it. They're about to start one here. So she's going to get involved here. And you would be surprised like what it does for the school. You're volunteering your time to help out these teachers or do what they need to. Um, and it, it is kind of like, I noticed like when Michelle does it, she feels good about what mm-hmm. she's doing. Um, and that helps with the self-confidence and uh, sense of purpose. Because, you know, yeah, her, Michelle, she's a full-time mom. She's doing th- something um, to, you know, and she, I mean, believe me, what she does is way harder than <laughs> what I do every day. Yeah. Guarantee it. No, hundred yeah, percent. I'm dealing with, <laughs> I'm dealing with grown children. She's doing with children, children. Um, but what I wanted to bring up, this is, I, it started clicking in my mind at talks about staying physically healthy. Yeah. So some of the things we volunteer for, but there are things out there that people don't realize is volunteering and it could be. It, it, it could be volunteering. Like, you're not going to agree with this. Most people that work at a CrossFit Games or those events, those are all volunteers. Yes. Every one yes, of them. Brian. It, I'm just serious. Tough Mudder or, also. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, the Tough Mudders and stuff like that. Those are all volunteers. But what about the other part of it? Actually being in an event, right? So there are a lot of events that are set up by foundations. And, and what you're doing is you're volunteering your time to go do this event. And you're giving that money to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to help that foundation, but you're having fun at the same time. So, you know, th- volunteering doesn't always have to be like giving your time. I mean, it is giving your time, but it, it could be something physical where you're, you're, you're doing a 5k, you know, a 5k for life or this or that. Like to me, that's a volunteer situation. Still a volunteer, you know? yeah, you're volunteering. I think so uh, my wife, so. my wife gives blood every time there's a blood drive. That's still volunteering. <sighs> yeah, I, I wish I could. I used to, yeah. but I don't anymore. Yeah, I can't. No, she gives every time there's there's a blood drive she's there yeah uh you know yeah so that that's also volunteering tough mutter by the way that was my volunteer project for uh when i was in the senior leaders course i was the coordinator for our volunteer really? project and we volunteered at tough mutter and the deal was if you volunteer saturday on sunday you can run for free wasn't did, did you no, because Tropical Storm rolled in and we didn't volunteer at all. We just got the t-shirt. So literally just got the oh. shirt. <laughs> yeah, because a Tropical Storm rolled in and they weren't able to get the ambulances to all the obstacles. So because of that, they had to shut yeah. it down. We were up on by Virginia Beach. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the ones. That's one of the ones I want to do. I haven't signed up for one yet. Michelle did a, a Spartan race. I've always wanted to do one of those. So yeah, it's you know, it's <laughs> but this that's pretty cool. There's though. more that's to it physically. Awesome up to Brian. So if you look in the article, it says there's actually a study that shows it will lower, it lowers mortality rate. The feelings from people who volunteer and the extra releases of the different hormones and, you know, it can be linked to lowering blood pressure and just getting active, just getting out, you know, uh, seniors who volunteer, like I said, so we did the veterans home and there was a wonderful woman at team RWB. Her name was Carol. Um, Her name is Carol. So Carol, I mean, she ran that show for the veterans home coffees. That was her thing. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, first of all, Carol's in phenomenal shape because she used to swim on one night. She'd bike on one night. Uh, you know, like she was always active physically with the group, but she also was very active wow. in the community too. So those are the benefits of, um, of that. And and I think that that's, that's key mm-hmm. is, is understand there are a lot of benefits. And that's, again, now we're back to the two way street. 
you're giving to the community, but you're reaping the health benefits from giving to the community. Mm -hmm. So, yes, yes, definitely. Uh, there was one that came up to my, my mind uh, that you and I have both benefited from. I know we have USO. That's oh man, what almost completely volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you think uh, like like when you hear the the term USO, um, if you're if you're a little long in the tooth, you think maybe of people like Bob Hope, you know, like he used to do the USO tours all the time, yeah. and then you had uh, Robin Williams was a part of USO tours. Um, Kid Rock has done USO tours. Yep. Uh, Trace Adkins, uh, just different different uh, celebrities, but not just that though. With USO is like I remember we had. Like, Bagram, we had that big. You remember that huge USO we had at Bagram that allowed us to do stuff. Um, one of the cool things that I got to do there at the USO, and and it's all volunteer. Um, there were some paid people there that yep. were there to run it, but most of the people there were volunteering. I was like, I got to go in in front of a camera and read books. Oh, that's one of my um, favorite things. Video. I love that. That idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got to send it back to my kids and stuff like that. And they still remember those things. So uh, there's so much to offer with those things. Um, and, let's move oh, on to the next I, one. I guess. Stop oh, so USO. So funny, the USO in Bagram, that's where my soldiers who are in combat, by the way, in a combat zone, my soldiers all volunteered at the USO. I had soldiers get the military outstanding volunteer service medal at the USO in Bagram volunteering their time so they would work all day 12 hours with me and then they would go volunteer in the evenings um to yeah. give back right to give back now it, they didn't they knew they were going to get the award on the backside, but they were still giving their time mm -hmm. uh, to their fellow soldiers so i i think it's a neat yeah. story that they did this in a in a combat zone um just speaks to the character of those soldiers so yeah yes no, no you're absolutely correct and what you were referring to <laughs> actually leads me i think what you'll bring next for the next benefit um <laughs> is you know with the next thing is uh you're going to go ahead and is say this it? our is this our one that we're kind of iffy on yeah i'm just yeah i'll explain why i'm iffy yeah. on it but. so this one is can, can advance your career volunteering can advance your career and so much like brian at face value you see the article that says advance your career and i'm like whoa wait a minute Yes. Mm -hmm. Did I have soldiers who probably volunteered just to get the ribbon? I know for a fact some did because I also know some soldiers who had to be exposed because they were logging fake hours once they figured the system out. So they had to be exposed. Mm. But there's some other stuff to it, Brian. So I think when we say advance your career, um, you're developing some skills. You're developing some leadership. Mm -hmm. These are junior soldiers doing it. Maybe they're not leaders back at their organization so much. Maybe they're informal leaders, but through volunteering at the USO, they're developing a yeah. confidence that then develops that leadership. I can tell you when I talked to my wife about her experience, because I was prepping for the show, one of the things she said is the way I lead, the way I led at the Red Cross is a little different than the way I lead at my normal job. She was much more confident. She was much more out and open mm -hmm. because- yeah. In the group she was with, ah. there's Patton. Maybe the others, <laughs> maybe the others didn't want to step forward and take more of a leadership role. So she she's like, Well, I'm going to because we need to, these people need to be taken care of. So that that's part yes. of it. And then I said, this is one that I plan on using post-military career. Because you can use this to try a new field of employment through volunteering. So for me, I want to work, I think I want to work maybe at a battlefield. I want to do education. And I think being like a speaker at a battlefield or something would be a good opportunity mm -hmm. for that. So let's say Fort Donaldson right there outside of Clarksville. Yes. So you can volunteer with the national park service and do that. And then maybe you say, well, you know, I really don't like being this portion. I'd be more interested in being this type of interpreter of the of the park or maybe that's not my thing at all maybe I'd, I'd rather be a school teacher but this gives you an opportunity to kind of try some different fields out um without mm -hmm. the long-term commitment of a full-on this is my career now oh wait i don't like it so that's another uh, that that's where i got from uh the adventure career brian yeah it, well and that's what i said like i saw the 
the headline was advance your career. And I was like, oh, well, great. We're doing things to get ahead. However, it, it kind of is, it kind of isn't. But when it goes into the smaller headlines, it's teaching you valuable job skills, gaining mm-hmm. career experience. Uh, yeah. When it comes to volunteering, passion and positivity are the only requirements. Like, so what it's doing, it's incubating those, those different things to yes. help you. Will it help you with the career? Absolutely. Um, but it's not the reason you're doing it. You're doing it to do it. Um, uh, the, it's not so why. some of the things. <clears throat> exactly. It's not, not your why. why. And that's what I want to make sure we had to make sure that, yeah. you know, um, there, there's things that I've done, uh, in the volunteer side of things where I learned how, like, uh, there was, <clears throat> when I was working, uh, with, within my community, uh, for my church, we did this one thing, uh, it was called room in your hearts. Okay. What we ended up doing was we putting together meals, uh, for children at the local elementary school. But one of the things is before I could even do that, I had to set up a meeting with the superintendent, uh, myself and my, my buddy, Chad, we went and talked to the superintendent and say, Hey, this is our idea. This is what we'd like to do. And so I had to propose this idea, you know, and I had to, and, and yeah, exactly. And so I had to give that pitch. I had to sell the fact that we're going to do something for the community, for the children within or in, in area. And it helped. And it helps me look at, okay, all right. You know what? Those recruiter skills that I uh, learned years ago, they work still. So They're still um, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you don't want to just look at it as, okay, well, this is career benefits, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but it does teach you something. And you're right. Those kids that got the MOVSM, um, they probably went through, v- well, now it's called Vemus. Yeah. It does help a little bit. It helps, you know, recognize that they did something that was good and important. Uh, and some people, some people deserve it. Maybe some people didn't. You got to figure it out in there. You know, um, you got to verify that trust, but verify, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so other than that, man, what is, you got anything else for about the advance your career so, portion of it? So it's weird. You know, we talk about the military, military outstanding volunteer ribbon. So I volunteered at the Cole Park golf course on Fort Campbell. But it wasn't advancing my career. I just wanted the ribbon. I just wanted to volunteer and and to earn something, you know. Yeah. You know, out of it. And and then um, my wife was working there, and I was a little jealous. And so I volunteered. I actually work. I work quite a bit, man, at the uh, at the Cole Park Golf Course to earn my military outstanding volunteer service medal. Maybe lots of free golf, but (laughs) so it, it does. And there are skills you learn, you know, there are skills. Um, so for that, let's say, so I volunteer out there, but then you got to learn conflict resolution. So I know how to conflict resolution in the military is different, right? Uh, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you know, back and forth, back and forth, parade rest. And then we have to have a different kind of discussion. But now I'm in, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. this with a little name tag says Cole Park James. And I'm, got to figure out how do I do conflict resolution? I learned a lot about, yes. Um, you know, making a soldier, the soldiers are, are, are drunk or whatever. And you figure out how to get them to understand what you're trying to get them to do, but without rubbing them the wrong way. And so you learn some valuable mm-hmm. skills. So I think that plays into this, you know, advancing your career that made me have better skills mm-hmm. at negotiating and understanding other people's point of views, having a little bit more empathy, although I'm not great at empathy yet. Uh, but it helped me as a senior leader. Right. So yeah. those, those no, kind of it, skills. So. I, that, you know, I didn't think about it that way. Cause I, now that you say that uh, the one organization that I was doing a lot of my volunteer in t- uh, over it's, it's harder to get people to volunteer. Like you have to be, uh, you have to be persuasive yeah. and learning how to be persuasive to get people to do what you need them to do. Because at any given point, a volunteer could just be like, I ain't doing this anymore and leave. And they're gone. They're not getting a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. They're not getting a paycheck. So how do you keep them kind of like happy? How do you, uh, how do you keep the ball rolling? Yep. You know, like momentum. Yeah. So that's a big thing, man. Wow. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's move on to uh, the benefit number four, which is volunteering brings fun and fulfillment to your life. Let me tell you, I've had some of the most amazing uh, experiences volunteering uh, that I would never forget uh, that like, I can't wait till like 
when I know like Eva, she really wants to volunteer like an animal shelter or something. Like I can't wait to get that chance to take her and go do that because then it's one, that's also an experience I get to share with my child, mm-hmm. but it's something she loves. Like, bro, there we were, <clears throat> we were walking. I don't know where we're walking to. And Eva says, I'm writing a book, dad. Really? No. Okay. She's actually writing. Okay. <laughs> you got to see the, the book is hilarious. So this is how Eva writes her book. And it's about animals because she wants to be a vet, I think. She asked Google, you know, we have the we have the homes. She asks it an uh, animal question. And they're the most like off the wall questions you'd ever think of. You're like, I didn't know that. You know, like, like why are Corgi's ears so big? You know, and she like, but all I kept thinking was like, man, she really is digging this animal thing. So we got to get her involved in that. So I think I, to me, like that's a fulfillment, a fulfillment as a dad to, yeah. you know, to get to experience that with her. And then she feels the pleasure of doing it also, you know? Well, and you're, um, so you're also developing skills. You may be helping her test the market for her career. It's such a young age. You may be, maybe she says, you know, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy this. I want to be a vet tech or a vet. Like, so you could be developing her career skills at a young age right. through volunteering. It's so beneficial, man. It can be, it can be such yeah. an amazing thing. And, and, and what people don't realize is like, there's so much that can be done out there. I mean, you could, it could be going to the local school and sharpening pencils for the teachers. That's easy. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> easy. Yeah, so, uh, um, there's a lot of fun and benefit to it though, Ed. I, I really do believe that. And I find it. You know, finding the right, the right uh, volunteer opportunity, that's a big thing also. You want to tell us about yeah, that? Yeah, so, um, well, before we, yeah, so one of my friends back home, <clears throat> Joe, right, he has been coaching basketball since his son was maybe 10, 11. He's been coaching for about 15 years. Um, and it, it very much is, a, so, you know, we get old. We used to play a lot. You can't play as much. So he started coaching it. <laughs> but he takes so much pride in the accomplishments. I think it was last year, maybe one of the girls that he coached um, got a scholarship. And that's – it's like he got the scholarship. You know what I mean? That fulfillment, that pride from coaching. And that's all volunteer. Oh, yeah. That is all volunteer. The only benefit to him is every once in a while there will be a tournament and maybe the association will pay for the travel to the tournament. Like, And usually it's local. It's like – at the beach in Maryland, not, you know, in the city, but he's been doing that for so long. And it's just, he don't even think about it. And then the other day I was, I was telling, I think I was telling my wife, then he works for this company, uh, Sunbelt and they do generators and stuff, but he volunteered to be on the emergency response team. So in fact, he's in Louisiana right now restoring power because he volunteered. Oh, yeah. So that's just like, and you know, I started thinking about it. It's like, man, when we were kids and we were running, you know, running the streets and skipping school and doing all this troublesome stuff, I never thought that he would be the guy who would give so much back to his community without even, he don't even think about it. You know what I mean? So lots of fulfillment. And then for me, being very close with him, uh, I I get some fulfillment out seeing what great things he do. I'm a little jealous. There's times that I'm like, man, I wish I could coach basketball like that, you know, have the time because you can military guys do, but then next thing you know, you're deployed and now the assistant coach and now your team's hasn't won a game since you've been gone and see, it's all your fault. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so I just, I, I think it's great. People volunteer so selflessly and I, I think that's key. And so, you know, you talked yes. about earlier, Brian, the, um, the only volunteer requirements. And I wrote a little list here based on the article and Tammy was good enough to add one. So, you just got to have some compassion, right? You have to be yes. open-minded, right? Yes. You have to have a willingness to sacrifice something to give back. Um, Brian, you're a you're you're soon to be a SAR major, but you cannot be afraid to go out there and dig in the dirt or get your hands. You can't be like, oh, I'm a supervisor in real life. No, that's not what volunteering is about. It's about a willingness no. to pitch in to do whatever, right? Yes. Um, this is why I say mandatory volunteers, you know, is not a good thing. You got to have a positive attitude. Uh, that that mm-hmm. was the fourth one. You got to have that. And then, so there's four listed in the article, but with my wife came up with, and she's right. Uh, selfish, selfishness, selflessness. Man, I'm messing that word up. So what my wife came up with was <laughs> selflessness. 
She said, it's yes. not what's in it for me. Yes. Right? Yes. Do you get something out of it? Yeah, you probably will in the long run. But that's not, your initial thought has to be, this is what it's about, not me. The benefits you reap, you know, when we talk about two-way street, Brian, those are just extra. That's that's bonuses. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is helping somebody and getting them what they need, whether it be a rare blood type, whether it be building houses, whether it be blankets yes. and, and hygiene <laughs> items out here, uh, you know, for the ore, ref, uh, ore project. Those are all great things. And that's where the focus should be. Yes, right. absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, it, I, I would I want to warn some people of some effects, too. Now, um, there are going to be people. And it does not all the time. There are people who take advantage of volunteers, right? Mm-hmm. Like you may volunteer your time and, and people like take advantage of that by wanting more from you and stuff. And I would, I would warn listeners that you have to be on the lookout for that because sometimes, and, but don't always treat every situation like somebody's trying to get something out of you. Um, mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's going to turn you against it a little bit, right? Uh, it'll turn you like you, you kind of, you talked about selflessness and, and, yeah. and having that selflessness, but sometimes you'll feel that you're being used and you'll kind of turn bitter a little bit. Uh, oh, I can yeah. say in, in one of my volunteer situations, I felt myself trending that way because I felt as if though the people who were receiving the benefits were on the opposite end of the volunteer, that they were just using, you know, they were using and abusing, right? And they're mm-hmm. just ask, 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 need, need, need. And it's like, okay, I got you. You know, you got to do something for yourself too, because some of it was dealing like yeah. those who are homeless and those who need to be fit. And because I do believe in uh, that your whole life shouldn't be just given to you. You know, you, you have to do things. Um, but that's what I have to warn listeners of is be careful because you'll find yourself turn bitter. And then what happens is if that bitterness continues, it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah, faster, yeah. um, so you got to watch. Yeah, you got to watch that. All right. Um, so one of the things that the author in your in this article that you presented uh, they go into is like how to find the right uh, opportunity. Uh, here's a few things that I thought were really neat. Uh, they talked about it's just questions you have to ask. Questions you have to ask. I would say, would you like to work with adults, children, animals, or remotely from home? Mm. Um, do you prefer work alone or part of a team? That's a big one. Uh, are you better behind the scenes, or do you prefer to kind of take a more visible role? Okay. Uh, how much time are you willing to commit? That's, that's huge. What skills can you bring to the, the volunteer job? Like, is there something that you're really good at that you can help with or, or what causes are important to you? Like, so what is it that's important to you? What, you know, like you and I, you, you mentioned, you mentioned, Hey, I like to do the Fort Donaldson because you're a big history buff. You love military yeah. related stuff. So that's near and dear. So that's going to stay close to you. And that keeps you pushing because if it's something you don't enjoy, you're, you're going to do it one time and then you're going to be done. Yeah. And then you may not do another thing for a while. You've got to find something that's close to you. Um, so that's why you have to think about goals. Some of the goals that they, that they go over is, uh, for example, you may want to improve your neighborhood, meet new people with different outlooks, uh, try something new, uh, do something yeah. rewarding uh, with your spare time see new places, experience different things and ways of living or try a type of work that might uh, you want to pursue as a full-time job down the road, expand your interests and hobbies. Like there's, there's all these different things. Um, I think part of it, Ed too, would be like, how much time do you want to try to invest in this? Like how much time per week? How much time per day? Are you going to do it once yeah. a week and you know, over time? So go ahead. Yeah, and I think that that's key. The time thing, you know, you, you talk about there. It's it's it is a time investment to it, and you you have to lay that out, Brian, because you don't want to you know your your regular day to day life to suffer because of it. <clears throat> and trust me, whatever you're volunteering to do, they appreciate the the single hour you give. Whether you give mm-hmm. one hour or a hundred hours a month, they appreciate your contribution and your help because that's one hour of work that they didn't have somebody to do. That's one hour mm-hmm. of whatever that they didn't have that, that veteran that's one hour that somebody was not sitting, would not have been sitting with them enjoying a coffee and some delicious Bavarian cream Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I guess that was very specific, but you, ha- yes, you it was, you, have, you do have, man, hmm. uh, you do have to be aware of that, Brian. And, and you, your points are, are really good about, you know, 
understanding what your goals are and what you're out, what you want to do uh, with your volunteer time, because your time's important and, and you want to give it in a way that is gratifying, that is helping somebody. So I think that's, uh, I think that's important, Brian. Yes, absolutely. And you brought up, you said uh, like one hour a week, hundred hours a week. If you think about it, Ed, if you volunteered two hours a week total, yep. two hours per week for an entire year, that's over a hundred hours in a yep. year, over a hundred. That's, I mean, that's incredible. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. So if you do one hour a week, that's 52 hours a yep. year, still plenty enough. So that's great. That's a great point. Um, the reason, you know, so a big reason why we brought up this topic, we're, we're going to kind of round the show out. Um, we're actually going to be, maybe we'll be under an hour for once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't you um, believe it? No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tricks on you. You just volunteered more of your time to listen to us. Um, uh, you know, the reason we brought this up is because you and your wife experienced this. But at the same time, if we think about it in the influencer realm, um, how much influence does that have on other people? Uh, how much does that motivate other people? How much yes. does that inspire other people as a leader, as an influencer to show that your time is just as worthy as their time to be able to put it into something that doesn't benefit you other than that great feeling that you've done something for someone else. Um, and how does maybe let's say you're in volunteering your time at, at a homeless shelter or, or someplace where people who are not as fortunate at the moment and they seek out your counsel, right? How do they become like, they may have made mistakes in life and they're trying to improve themselves and they actually ask questions and then they actually make the improvements. Like, you could, that could, let you talk about, that could snowball into something great. So, it, you know, and it's free advice, man. Like, uh, they tell us here at school all the time, you know, feedback is free. Yes. And it's welcomed. <laughs> I like it. Um, and that's what, you know, I mean, I'm just, I look at it this way, Ed, is the more we can offer up these things, excuse me, to our <laughs> listeners, the better. Um, the list of things that I wrote down uh, that I wanted to throw one more time so people can think about them is, Habitat for Humanity, uh, working at a, a food kitchen, uh, the Red Cross, homeless shelters, veterans homes, animal shelters, the PTA, uh, area cleanup. We didn't talk about that oh, yeah. one, where you may go clean up a park or you, uh, you know a national park or anything. Uh, the USO. These are just uh, Team RWB you mentioned. These are all just different ones people can look for. And I encourage people to get out there and just, hey, check it out. Just do it once. Once you do it once, you'll be back. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. it. I, I tell you another one that just popped in my head, you know, uh, Veterans Day is coming up quickly. Um, oh. Most veteran cemeteries are always looking for somebody to lay reefs and flags at the um, at the grave sites of the veterans. That's, a, that's another one. They're always looking. And a lot of times, I can tell you in Clarksville, Tennessee, Team RWB is doing it. Out at Oak Grove, they're going to do it at that veteran cemetery. They do it a lot. But those are good mm -hmm. opportunities. Uh, just putting down flags and reefs and then, you know, a couple of days later, picking them up and the cleanup. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are good opportunities, Brian. Those are really good. And you're right. Feedback is free. So how can, yes, absolutely. How can we receive some feedback? Uh, you know, so there are ways, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I like, I prefer smoke signals. Um, so start a big fire, Smoke signal it. Okay. And I'll read yeah. every one of them. So, but there's probably other ways, there right? Are. A lot easier. Yes. Why don't you tell us? Well, I'll tell you, Brian. First thing is check us out on our social media platforms at 101 Influence on Facebook or the Gram. You could uh, go in there, join the Facebook mm. group, answer the questions, leave comments. And then our newest platform, the new new instinctive influencers youtube channel you can go on there <laughs> subscribe thumb it up baby no thumbs down we prefer a thumbs up uh and then leave your yes. comments leave your comments whether it be something about the show you really love something you didn't like we can do an ar um something you like to see improved or i mean maybe it's just me in the hat i need a haircut maybe you don't like it put it on there we're okay with that and then finally brian they could check us out at the instinctive influencers um website at uh 101 info <laughs> at instinctiveinfluencers.com you could check us out meet the faces see the places see what we're up to i don't know uh i, I keep <laughs> saying i'm gonna get brian to update the pictures but i'm sure he hasn't but 
He, no, I haven't. He's a big I, fan. I have to find them. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, check us out I in those to... areas and provide your feedback because it's free. Yeah, I got to find the login information. <laughs> I think it's saved to my computer. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, hey, I was just, it, it's funny. Uh, you mentioned it, Ed. Uh, I just wanted to kind of, I'm looking at the, this is the Instinctive Influencers uh, YouTube page, and we have got some views, man. I'll tell you, there's a lot of people out there that have been watching and enjoying our show. Uh, and we have a lot of people. Um, I've got, I got friends, even in my classroom, uh, I, <laughs> a shout out to my, uh, to Matthew Thomas. He, uh, I was, we were just sitting there and nothing was going on. And all of a sudden he said, Hey, if anybody hadn't checked out Brian's, uh, because they use first name basis in class. Anybody hadn't checked out Brian's podcast, you can check it out. It's called, and I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. You know, because I'm not usually one to push that you know, in the organizations because I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to get something out of them. Uh, but I thought that was awesome. So, Matt, I know you listen. I know you listen to this episode because you're uh, you're a big giver. Uh, thank you very much for giving your uh, your recommendation. Um, I don't have anything else, man. What you got? Uh, uh, we are over one hour. <laughs> we just yeah, with 45 seconds yeah. okay and it'll be it'll be like 30 seconds more after that after i hit this button so but i i i have nothing else i just wanted people to think about like you brought it up and as soon as you brought it up i was like man that's a great idea think about volunteering use your time just one of the many that we we brought up you can look up your own and there are plenty of volunteer opportunities at hospitals, stuff like that, where you don't mm-hmm. have to do a lot of physical work. If you, let's say you're you're not physically capable, that's fine. Give just give your time. Maybe doing some paperwork or something, or saying hello yeah. to people, greeting people at a hospital when they come in. You know, because usually they're at the hospital not for a good reason. You know, and it's nice to see a happy face. So, but other than that, Ed, I am about to. Oh, I hit the button. So, with that, I am Brian, and I am Ed. And this has been the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. We thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great day. Uh, Volunteer your time. Be a legend.